This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to Oliver Jimenez. Oliver trains out of Heritage Muay Thai, Metro Fight Club, and Gracie Baja West Chase. So last weekend, it was a week from today, there was a, a Fury Fighting Championship event, and you were you were the main the main event, right? So walk us through what happened and how did it go? Uh, man, well, I didn't I didn't think I was gonna fight because I had like four four guys pull out within like a weekend, so it was there. Nobody could give me a fight and whatnot. Um, but uh, as Vasquez stepped up, you know he's a tough dude. I have nothing but respect for him. Uh, but man, I knew I wasn't going to lose that fight. Uh, I was just too, uh, I trained too hard. I was too motivated and just, I think my striking is just, uh, it's on another level than, uh, honestly, all the amateurs and a lot of pros. So you were talking about before we went on air a little bit about your coach. And so I guess your, your coach at heritage Muay Thai, um, is that your, your background? Is that the main place where you, you train striking and what, you know, signaled that transition into MMA. Yeah, so um, my my main gym is uh, Heritage Muay Thai. Uh, I started off doing Muay Thai uh, before MMA. I've been under uh, Michael Corley for I want to say eight years now. Um, he's the president of the the United States Muay Thai Federation. Uh, so he's been helping the sport grow in the United States and uh, overseas. So um, yeah, as far as striking striking goes. And he's best striking coach in Texas and one of the best in the country. Uh, and I feel like he doesn't get the enough credit that he, just, that he deserves. Um, but I think by striking going into MMA is kind of opening up people's eyes to, you know, uh, more, what you could do with Muay Thai in MMA. Mm-hmm. So eight years ago, what inspired you to walk in and start training Muay Thai? Uh, honestly, funny story. Uh, I was watching TV with my, with my stepdad one time and I was Diego Sanchez versus Clay Guida came on. And I was like, whoa, I want to do that. Yeah. So so I want initially I wanted to do MMA. Uh I looked around and there wasn't anything around me. And I found a small Muay Thai gym. And I walked in, uh first class I got hooked. I got hooked and I was there every day. Uh I was going to college at the time and you have like a one hour period in between another class. I would just leave and go train. And then I wouldn't go back to class. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my mom didn't like that too much. But, uh, but yeah, um, eventually, yeah, like I said, I got hooked on Muay Thai and I did it for the past eight years. Uh, I moved. I, I met Corley. I fought under one of his shows and I started cross-training at his gym and it was just like a whole, whole other animal over there. So I decided to uh, switch over and, man, it's just... I've been been uh, seeing different changes in my game for the past eight years, and been able to fight all over all over the country. So, yeah, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were just saying usually uh, for Muay Thai, I mean, people international events all over the country. But as far as like the that Houston area, is there many events that take place here? No, not really. I know they have like a lot of uh, smokers, you know, like uh, in gym sparring. But as far as shows, uh, not too many. I know, like I said, a couple years ago, uh, when my coach got back from Thailand, he he was trying to put on shows and he put on like five or six. Um, then, you know, he decided to take over the presidency of the USMF. But I know Jonathan Harris now, he's uh, he's putting on shows for Texas, which which is like, you know, it's it's amazing for 
for people that, that like Muay Thai and Muay Thai athletes. You know, with these events that are taking place in this Houston area, and even there's one that's like five minutes from me at the Booker T World Gym Arena. There's another one coming up quick. Are you going to be focusing on MMA? Are you going to be competing in, in Muay Thai or both? Or what does that look like? So uh, March, um, there's, it's called the USA Qualifiers. So basically, it's an invite-only tournament. Uh, they're picking the best 16, 140-pound uh, pound Muay Thai fighters from all over the country um, to fight for a spot for the USA team for the World Games, which is kind of like the Olympics for Muay Thai. Um, so I was... Uh, I got I got the invitation. I'm one of the the 16. Uh, hopefully, get four or five fights this, uh, in a weekend, and then after that, uh, go straight straight MMA, go pro, uh, make my pro debut in April. That's the, that's the plan right now. That's quick. So you got the the qualifiers in March, Muay Thai, and then uh, you're gonna make. So your next MMA fight is planned to be a professional debut. Yes, yes, sir. You know. Is your coach and just you, you just feel ready or, or what makes you feel like, hey, now's the time. Let's do this. Um, honestly, I feel like uh, I think it's I think my, my striking is at a point where I've, I've sparred with a, a lot of uh, UFC fighters, a lot of uh, high level strikers and and uh, I can hang with them or get the best or the better of them. Uh obviously MMA, you know, it's, you got to work on your ground and your striking and everything. Uh, but I feel like, uh, I'm at a, I'm at a good level now to where it's time to go pro. Uh, I was trying to go pro a couple of years ago before COVID. Uh, I had signed a contract with glory kickboxing. Um, but then COVID COVID happened and, you know, that's kind of another reason why I, I wanted to switch over to MMA and just be more active. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, skill wise, uh, it's, it's time, it's time. I, I, it's time to go pro now. Yeah. What's been the biggest, you know, the areas that you've had, had to learn, you know, switching from Muay Thai to, uh, to MMA and how has that transition been learning those new skills? Uh, for sure. Uh, first thing was the wrestling, <laughs> you know, yeah. Stuffing the takedowns, getting up. It's, uh, it's, it's uh. It works different muscles that you don't usually have to work work in uh, Muay Thai, um, but also the rhythm. It, it's a different rhythm. Muay Thai, you're you don't you don't really move back or or move around too much. It's mostly you stand there, you block, you either take or give. Um, MMA, you have to be in, you have to be out, you have to change the levels. Uh, so it's it's a lot more full work and and the wrestling. You know, having that that opportunity to fight for Fury Fighting Championship. And winning that 135 pound uh, title, you know, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's it's it was a it was a goal for me when I when I started MMA uh, last year, and uh, I, I told myself I wrote it down in my in my uh, in my notebook. That was one of the goals that I wanted to accomplish was uh, get, getting the belt. Um, and I know Fighting for Fury, it's 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 a big it's a big company. <laughs> Um, even in the amateurs, like it's, it's a, it's a big company. Uh, so I was excited. Uh, there was no way I was going to lose that fight. And yeah, now, now I'm going for the, the pro belt. How, how tall are you? Uh, 5'11". For 5'11", you know, fighting at 135 pounds, um, you know, that's a, you know, a pretty good size, bigger than most people, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's, that's a big advantage I have over, 
over a lot of people in my my division right now. Yeah, whenever you, I guess, whenever you train or strike with people, or even some of your training partners um, that are compete at that same weight, is there any surprises to them? I guess, like how how tall you are, your reach, or anything like that. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, my reach. Uh, I like to kick a lot, so that's uh, that throws them off also because it's it just adds to my to my my advantage since I can stay farther away. Um, but also being the taller guy, it's kind of. It, it's a little difficult when you fight the shorter guys because they can shoot in lower. Um, so that's uh, that's something that I've I've been having to to fix and and better myself at. You know, at the gyms that you're at, they're you know they're great they're great gyms, right? And so you have the opportunity to train with some high level athletes. Who are some of your training partners that have really elevated your skills? Uh, at Heritage, uh, I train with uh, Rebecca Irwin. She's a uh, probably the best female striker right now in the world the people don't don't know too much about her yet but uh, they will soon um metro i train with uh asian yanez uh rafian stats michael justice i can keep going there's there's a lot there's a lot of metro yeah i i just uh, had the chance to interview michael aswell and cameron smotherman last week they're going to be fighting you know, for Fury Fighting Championship next Friday, and then the next day, uh, Leo Mana is competing for the UFC. You know, as well. So there's a lot of people at, at Metro Fight Club, and some big things, uh, big things happening. Yeah, I think we have the best. We have the most stacked 135 pound division at that gym. We have the, we have the best. We have the best 135ers uh, in the in the state, I believe. Um, so it's, 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 it's really good for me. I'm learning from them and, and, you know, I hope uh, that I am showing them a little bit uh, of the Muay Thai also. Um, but yeah, it's, I got a lot of training partners. Like I said, I keep going with the list, but there's, there's a lot. And then you also train at at Gracie Baja West Chase, right? Yes. Yeah. Over there, I'm training out there with, uh, Servando, uh, one of the best, best wrestling coaches, uh, around. His program at Gracie Baja West Chase, uh, the the kids wrestling, they're they're just beating everybody right now. They're they're the top. So I knew that if I wanted to make it far in the sport, I have to go uh, seek knowledge from from people that are, you know, the best at what they do. And so I think where I'm at right now, I have the best striking coach. Um, I'm at the best MMA gym, and I'm at the best uh, grappling grappling and wrestling uh, at Gracie Baja West Chase. You know, having that background in Muay Thai, the longest, ideally, do you want to keep things standing and, and or where do you see yourself whenever you're, you're, you know, keep adding to your game? How would you like to see yourself evolve? Uh, right now, yeah, I want to keep it standing. Uh, but the more I've been doing wrestling, I've been, I've been really liking how, you know, how grueling and you grind people down in wrestling. Eventually, I want to start taking people down and just be versatile. You know, if I have to fight on the ground, I can fight on the ground. Uh, work on my submissions, uh, stop people. Uh, I want to be able to do everything eventually. So I'm constantly learning. Uh, I like being put in those bad positions at the gym just because that's the only way you're going to get better. Uh, rather rather get beat up at the gym than in an actual fight. Yeah. So eventually I, I want to be able to do anything. I want to be comfortable everywhere. If I have to take it down, I take it down. If it's striking, striking. So that's that's my plan. That's my goals. So going pro in April, and that is that going to be 
Drew Fury, and how many more times would you like to fight later this year? Oh man, uh, yeah, for sure, for Fury. Um, honestly, I want to be as active as I can. Uh, I want to be as active as possible. Uh, just like uh, this last fight, I didn't get injured or anything, so I was back in the gym on on Tuesday. I took one day off. I was back in the gym on Tuesday. Uh, so if after the fights I don't get hurt, uh, I want to get back in the gym and start preparing for the next fight as soon as possible. Yeah, you got a busy March and April, uh, and then uh, get get some fights in later this year. Is the goal for you the UFC or long term? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, UFC. That's that's the the main goal. First goal is uh get a couple fights, win the the Fury 135 pound pro, uh, championship belt, and then next up is a uh, UFC. That's that's where I see myself. So that that championship that you just won. Fury, Fury, you know what? What have you done with the belt? Have you been able to to take it anywhere? Like even taking it to work, or, or what is that? What is that like having one of those to carry around? Uh, and it's a it's a really good feeling. Um, I've won I've won uh, a couple Muay Thai championships, but uh, this one it's you know this one's special just because uh, I started out the I started out MMA last year, and I I had these plans in my head and. And I went went out there and put myself in a completely different sport, and I accomplished these goals. And yeah, like uh, my family's like, when are you gonna bring the belt? When are you gonna <laughs> bring it over? Yeah. Uh, I don't carry it around too much. It's uh, actually under my TV. So whenever I'm watching TV, uh, you know, I'm looking at it, and you know, I proud of the hard work that I put in. But it's just the beginning. I know there's still a lot more work that I gotta put in. It's like a reminder. It's right there. Huh? Yeah. What kind of stuff do you like to watch on TV? Uh, I like watch. I like watching fights, honestly. Yeah. Uh, whether it be whether it be uh, boxing, kickboxing, MMA, uh, I always like to go back and just watch them at night and study. Uh, but yeah, I watch some anime. I like watching anime, Attack on Titan, uh, especially. Besides combat sports, are there any other sports that you follow or watch? Uh, I watch. I watch soccer. I'm not too much into it like I used to be, uh, but I watch it every now and then. Uh, I like, uh, as far as sports, it's just pretty much soccer. If, if I'm not watching like fights, I'm listening to music or <laughs> watching like cooking shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, you watch cooking shows? Yeah, yeah. I like watching that uh, Gordon Ramsay or, or uh, I think it's Cake Boss. Yeah. You know, they have those shows on Netflix and I caught myself like, He's he's nine. He just turned nine years old, and he was watching like a cake, a cake competition TV show. I can't even remember what it's called. Like on there, I'm, and I, I was I was like, what do you watch? Why are you watching? And then I watched. I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you get you get addicted <laughs> to those, and then you find out there's like ten seasons. And you're like, okay, I can I can get invested in this. I got some time. I got a little bit of time. You know. Okay. Yeah. So watching stuff like that, are you a big sweet tooth person? Do you like to make it yourself or just eat it? Uh, I like to eat it. Uh, I, I want to start cooking more, just cause uh, my mom, she's she's like really good at cooking, and she she loves cooking. She likes trying new things, uh, and I think I got that from her. Yeah, I watch these cooking things, and I'm like, man, I think I can make that. So one of my goals for this year is just to start cooking more stuff this year and just trying things out. Yeah. Uh, but I like to eat it more than anything. Yeah, you know, being a fighter, 
constantly watching your weight, um, I mean, that would be beneficial, right? To, to be able to cook or, or, or know what you're doing and, and, and manage those things yourself? Or is that something that you like lean on from the experts? Uh, I lean I lean off the experts, honestly. I have uh, my strength and conditioning coach, uh, Jacob Rodriguez. Uh, you know, he sent me this meal plan for, for this last fight. Uh, so if I want to eat something, I shoot him a text, hey, can I eat this? Or, yeah. or should I not eat this? What did your diet this, and nutrition look like leading up to this fight uh, last Sunday? Uh, it was a lot of, uh, like, you know, like your healthy fats, a lot of, a lot of turkey, brown rice, um, black beans, uh, chicken, uh, chicken, broccoli, uh, you know, pretty boring, but, but, you know, it's, it's not about the taste sometimes. It's about the results. Exactly. Yeah. Is it easy for you to, to make 135? What do you walk around at? Uh, yeah, walk around. One one sixty, yeah, one sixty. Um, yeah, one, once I start running, get my, getting my miles in, like the the weight usually drops. So usually, whenever I do like the last weight cut, I only have to cut like five pounds. So it's never been like it's never been hard for me to uh, make weight. So as long as I feel comfortable making that weight, uh, I'm gonna keep. So I'm gonna stick at one thirty five. Is running something that you like to do, or and did you play soccer before? Uh, yeah, I played soccer when I was in, in high school. I wasn't really good at it though. <laughs> I was just fast, but I just liked it because uh, of my friends. But, uh, as far as running, I hate running whenever I start it, but once, once you get used to it, then I enjoy it. Yeah. And the weather here in, in Houston is all over the place. It's been cold and I'm just, you know, I follow people on social media and I see them going, I mean, you have a fight coming up. You're working. You know, it doesn't matter if it, you know it's 20 degrees outside. You got to go run if you need to run. Like, actually, I had the chance to interview Leo Mana, and he was. Uh, we were talking about this was in the summer last year before he made his UFC debut, and we were just talking about about running. And he was talking about uh, Coach Coach Saul saying, "Hey, the legs are the first thing to go," and I just that, that stuck out to me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing uh, with my coach uh, uh, Corley. He's a uh, cardio is king, you know. He's uh, those, those. It's one of those things that he doesn't have to tell you to do. Like you should already know what to do, uh, three miles minimum. And so, that's uh, something that I've learned uh, from when I started is running, running. Even even though you don't want to run, you know, it's you don't want to you don't want to go out there and lose just because you you had bad cardio. Hey, is there is there anything else that you'd like to share today? We've been able to talk about a lot of stuff, and I'm excited to watch your your career as it is pretty much starting in the professional professional ranks uh yeah just uh just keep a keep an eye out for me uh this is just the beginning uh i'm only getting better uh i still have a lot to show as far as uh my striking my versatility uh and i said it i'm gonna i'm coming for that pro belt and whoever whoever they put in front of me i'll fight and i'll win if somebody wants to follow you on social media, how can they do that? Uh, you can follow me at Instagram. It's uh, at Houston Muay Thai. Uh, I don't really use Twitter too much, so I'm mostly on Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, at Houston Muay Thai. You know, I don't use Twitter too much either. You know, our radio station, we have one. But I noticed that people that are in the UFC, and they probably have some, like, managers and other people that are helping them. But all of those guys, they have time to tweet, it seems. Yeah. I do have a Twitter. I don't get on it too much. It's like a at Oliver underscore 
J-M-N-Z. Uh, I get on there every now and then just to <laughs> look at memes and stuff sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram and, and Twitter. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time today. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure.